What's up, everyone? This is Press X Start Podcast Season 5, Episode 26. Press X Start Podcast is an audio and video podcast seeking to transform the video game media landscape through an underserved and protected point of view. I'm looking at you, listener. Restorative justice for the underrepresented programmers, developers, and consumers. I am your host for today, DJ, a.k.a. Sexy Patrick. A.k.a. Not Marcus, who is eating shrimp right now. <laughs> a.k.a. Did you know? Speaking of Marcus, our bad boy is over on the West Coast doing big things, eating big shrimp. Jumbo shrimp. I'm proud of you, boy. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> No, no, no. This is this is completely straight up. He's over there doing big things, and we at Press X are proud of him. If it is a euphemism, it is a euphemism for success. <laughs> the only euphemism I know is that chick from Final Fantasy. I am Sean M.F. Ross. What the MF stand for? I still don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's your boy Jordan, aka JX Spot, aka. El Presidente. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Okay. You'll see in a second. And then rounding the cast. I'm Avery Williams, and I've given up on trying to get away with it. It's never going to happen. Oh, no. It just, <laughs> never. I just, never make I, it. I, never I, make it. I, 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 I had to give up. It's just not going to happen. I'm just going to continue. Just continue to live my life and play video games, yeah, I guess. Yeah. So let's move forward. You had a good run. You had a good run. Did I? <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, and us being introduced, as I said, this is Press X to start. Before we start, though, we have some housekeeping. Don't forget to join us as we are donating to the Palestine Charity Drive. Still, go to pressx2start.com slash Palestine to donate. Also, after you do that, make sure you check out our Black Widow review available as a podcast and video form on our YouTube channel, of course. Okay, with that being said, now we can talk about the games we played. So... Sean, what games do you play? Yeah, so I haven't played much. All of this is old, but uh, I was playing a Plague Tale Innocence, and I think I'm at the final battle. However, oh, with many games and their final battle woes, I keep on failing at this. What? And uh, Without revealing much, does the final battle involve the Pope? Yes. Okay, then yes, you were in... Or the White, the white Rats. Yes, and you were at the final battle. And my wife came in like halfway through me playing the game and now she's invested and with final battle what was i kept on failing and she's like no you just need to take a break because you keep on messing up and it's pissing me off that final battle is hard (laughs) like it is it is hard so i i I keep on messing up she's like you just need to take a break from the game what do you you think white rats there are two variations. you have to play the game yeah there are two variations of rats in this game there are the typical normal black rats and then there's Mm -hmm. alchemically treated white rats that can only be controlled by a specific person Okay, okay, cool, cool. That made more sense. Just play the game, trust me. Appreciate it. How long is the game? Under 15 hours, depending on... Yeah, I think it's around... I have a platinum, uh, so I think it's somewhere between 10 to 13 or something. Okay. Depending on everything you're trying to go through. I just know for a fact it's under 15. Yeah. Depending on how hard you go at the game. Okay. But uh, she forced me to take a break from that, so I haven't played it again <laughs> since, like, a couple of days. Um... My cousin bought Anthem for some goddamn reason. Hey, Anthem! Because it, it was on sale for $3. Yeah. And he's like, hey, come play with me. That's $3 <laughs> in your life. Yeah, yeah. 
Totally. I was like, you, you, you would have been better off just buying Outriders, and I don't even like that game. Aww. <laughs> punching down. <laughs> it's shame because he wouldn't. Have. Hey, hey, you can only punch down if it's actually down, hey, Jordan. Outriders learn from Anthem's <laughs> mistakes. All right, then. Anthem's- I, I, I thought so. I thought so. <laughs> mm. So it's funny. Um, he just swears he's wrecking the game, but I mean, he's like level six, seven. I'm at Aww. max level 30. And he's like, yeah, I'm crushing shit. Like, no, that's actually me knocking shit out in two hits. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing as the uh, level 30 Storm, which was the magic user order. So I'm yeah, just raining out lightning right. bolts in this. So the, so the yeah, servers of that game are still up? Good question. I was surprised. I was like, yo. Yeah, yeah. I, I said, you, you have people to play with? He was like, yeah, there are people on. I'm like, I I will, right, I I mean, will tell you, as a person that follows the Anthem subreddit, yeah. that has a very thriving and upset community. <laughs> and, like, the, they, they track when the servers go down and go back up. And it's depressing. just like, yeah, this game. I remember I used to love this game. Huh? Cool, guys. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess other people saw that $3 sale and was mm-hmm. like, hell yeah. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. And going back, the flying was cool, but I forgot how slow it feels. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the only way that it works is the the speed at which you're flying isn't necessarily fast. Is everything else just kind of revolves around that speed, so it makes it seem like you're doing a lot of stuff. You're just not going very fast. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, ugh. But other than that, I also jumped back into Haven. I bought this mm. game when it came out back in December, and it's a co-op game that you can play with your mate because the setting of the game is. You know, two lovers that got stranded on a planet and they're trying to find resources to find their way off. Um, unfortunately, playing with two people is strange because you're forced to follow one another. So you mm-hmm. cannot split. They, they pretty much just hold hands and glide around the landscape, uh, cleaning up and gathering things. Oh, they can't split at all? No. That's no. a clingy they, relationship, they, 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 they fight. To, I mean, you're the only... It's a buddy system. It's a buddy system. They're on a strange uh-huh. planet, and uh, they're keeping together. But um, that's difficult to control because it's like, who's driving the ship? Y'all will be right, fighting control. Right, right. No matter, you know, you can equally take control of the characters. It, it's hard to explain. Oh, interesting. Okay, so it is like a, you have to convince the other person, hey, let's go this way. For y'all both could do Yeah, or y'all would just be fighting and going in a straight line or like, yeah. you know, kind of jerky, whatever. But you can play it by yourself, though. Yeah, okay. Okay. And uh, when it comes to combat, you're just controlling one person with the left side of the uh, controller, you know, the other person. Because you don't move around in combat. You pretty much just hold a button to charge up a hit or an energy blast uh, okay. or shield yourself or pacify the animals. Um, mm. But I picked it up to play by myself, and it's getting interesting. Okay. Um, apparently, they're on a planet that was thought to never be inhabited, but it was actually colonized that they're finding out. And it's just wild shit going on in the game. Huh. And it is very PG 13, almost rated R because they. Um, There's nudity. They're very suggestive jokes. I mean, it's a. Oh, wow. Like I said, two lovers on a planet by themselves. Some of the cutscenes show them, you know, topless or about to have sex, you know. I mean, like, you see some side boob for the lady, but it's kind of, like, covered by her arm, barely. But it's uh, still, okay. like, all right, this this ain't quite for children. <laughs> you know. But I'm, I'm playing that. I'm trying to get through that until I can uh, finish up Plague's Tale. And then I may go back to playing um, something else. I don't know. Okay. Well, you have you have stars on the uh, list. What is that? 
That was Anthem because I didn't want to review oh. it. Oh, <laughs> I was ashamed. Let me just change this back to Anthem because it should be should be known that it was Anthem that you played. In, in caps, DJ. All right, <laughs> all right, Jordan, what you played? I've been playing Blood Roots, which um, it <laughs> is that? this indie game that came out February last year on Windows, PC, and Nintendo. And it was recently released on Game Pass. I had no clue what this game was, and it just was on. It was it was featured on the uh, main menu section, and um, thoroughly enjoying it. If I were to summarize it into as many, well, as few adjectives as possible, it would be a top-down action brawler puzzle game. Puzzle game. To which each area that you're dropped in, you have a finite amount of resources or things to use as weapons and a certain amount of enemies so oh i remember this game yeah, 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 the, yeah. this is really cool the, yeah it's that game yeah. and yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm loving it it is very uh action-packed it has a samurai jack style visual aesthetic mm-hmm. and pretty gory but you know comical too mm-hmm. so i'm just playing right. through that right now i also picked up uh this game uh for game pass for pc tropico 6 and if you're familiar with the Tropical series, it's like um, basically city skylines or Sim City, but with a satire attached to it, a bit of a parody off of, you know, dictatorship in South America and Caribbean islands. So essentially, you're so just Far Cry Six Manager Edition. No, close though. <laughs> not a bad, not a bad analogy. I give you that, but it's basically Sim City if you have politics involved with it. Because SimCity was not involved in any politics. The taxing and income system in those games were unrealistic, is the best way I can put it. And like you weren't really worried about approval in that regard. But in this game, you are. Oh. So you being a ruler of this island, you have your populace that have specific objectives and goals that you need to be cognizant of. Some, some populations are capitalistic. Others have a more communist ideology. Others have a, have a religious ideology. And others have a militarized ideology. And your goal at the beginning is to succeed from the monarch that currently controls your island. Like have a revolution. After that, every 10 years, you face re-election. And additionally, there's a world economy out there to which goes to World War I, goes to World War II, the Cold War, modern age. And it's hilarious, to be honest, because... So, wait, question. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it game over if you lose your election? Exactly. Every 10 uh, years. Okay. Every okay. 10 years. Okay. If you lose, they want to drag you out your palace and kill you on the street. Might happen. Never know. So. And how, how long does the uh, years go? How long does it take um, to get to 10 years? If you were to put it on the fullest speed, you can get to 10 years in about like half an hour, I guess. Okay. Um, okay. But, like, on normal speed, you know, like, it's... It's a quite a bit amount of time. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's not like, you know, but you, of course you can adjust the settings to which, you know, the frequency of your elections and stuff like that. But right now I have for 10 years. Gotcha. So yeah, I, um, this is the sixth one and I've always looked at this, you know, strategy series suspiciously, you know, mm-hmm. so I wasn't truly convinced about it, but now I'm enjoying it. You know, this mm-hmm. is a fun game. It's a tongue in cheek humor style game. Which yeah. I enjoy. Okay. Okay. And also, um, what's also early access is um, Animal Royale, Animal which Royale. is like a battle royale 
top down with animals. So it's all of what a battle royale is, except for like you know the the war zone or all those other you know third person battle royales out there. Yeah. This is a top down battle royale, which I think is fairly accessible because it's 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 more forgiving than yeah. you know the the war zones. So like you're you're basically in like an animal, like like the cutest creature ever, dropped into a space trying to get your samurai swords, your shotguns, your sniper rifles, and yeah, you know, fight your way to the center. Or fight your way to be the last one. The game art for this is disturbing for how cute the animals are, but then this one has a look like an M1 Grand and the other one has like a grenade and then there's an, there's a little bear that's parachuting in with an umbrella. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. Oh, it's on Nintendo Switch as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing it. It's it's available through Game Pass on Xbox. Yeah. I don't know if it's available through Game Pass on uh, Game Pass PC. Mm. I look at that later. But um, yeah, the final one is Lonely Mountains Downhill. Which you talked about this on the chat, right? The BMX. No. No. Oh, okay. But like, it, it is a BMX. So like the the last week I talked about the Cinders. You know, I I I, I beaten that game to Cinders. This this is essentially the Cinders, yeah. but. Uh, a okay. different like it's a it's a kind of like a um a glass box perspective yeah to which you're looking at the rider and controlling them down the hill which can be disorienting if you're not mm-hmm. careful and you know you're trying to get downhill as fast as possible it has a uh, there's no there's no soundtrack to it so i just have my spotify playing like some acoustic guitar to you know bring some life to it but <laughs> visually it is nice it is, it is a beautiful beautiful game and yeah, therapeutic really cool. in some ways because I play it after work and I like the art style. But yes, that's what I have been playing. Okay, okay. Um so Avery, you haven't been playing anything to to note? Yeah, just working my way through Mass Effect again. Okay. And I of course been playing Gundam. Uh, I'll be talking more about uh Gundam later in the the quick hits actually. Uh, other than that, I played WWE Battlegrounds. Um, Sean played it last week. Uh, I decided to play it this week, and I can report, not really worth the time. Not really worth the time. Uh-huh. Yeah, there, there was a game like um, WWE Battlegrounds. Battlegrounds that came out back on the Wii a long time ago called WWE mm-hmm. All Stars, which had like okay. a you know cartoony, bulky, exaggerated right, right, designs yeah. of the wrestlers, which was very well rated so i wonder if they were borrowing from that mm. game to make this one which came out what two years ago battlegrounds that no, uh maybe i don't i don't remember how long ago it was but um overall the game is a fine game uh, i think my problem is i was expecting more from a production standpoint so like the mm. story is very much a comic book style where it just shows panel 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 and then you go and you fight a person and that kind of uh, caught me off guard because I just I was expecting like you know you have these characters you animate the characters but as far as I know there's no like voice lines from the characters so they just got the likenesses yeah I, it's in terms of the gameplay it's fine it's not anything revolutionary it's it's not amazing um, there's a lot of things you can do in the game and a lot of the game revolves around a counter system and mm-hmm. that counter system doesn't feel good for me. It like, cause there's definitely a rhythm to the game because everything's on the kind of like an input delay and 
the counter system works off of the input delay. So or it works off the input delay and works off the rhythm. So you go to counter someone, you have to press the button to anticipate what they're going to do. And then the same thing for when you get picked up off the ground, you can counter their grab by pressing a, a certain button, but you don't necessarily know what they're going to do. There's no hints of what they're going to do to uh, press the button to hopefully counter what they're going to do. You just have to guess. Mm. But at the end, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's just not, it's not great. It's, yeah, it's already off my PS5, so. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, it's, you know, I, I didn't spend any money off of it, so I just wasted my time, that's all. Which, they still redeem it. You can download it again anytime, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, it's it's a part of my library, so I can get it whenever I want. Mm, which cool. I won't. Uh, <laughs> and that's been what we have been playing. So before we go into a quick hits, we have a word from our sponsors, Rice. Yes. The San Francisco treat? Hmm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Sponsors, right? What's good, y'all? Have you been enjoying this episode so far? Would you like to make sure that you keep getting the best laughs, latest news, and most fire takes? Then we're going to need your help. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our show. And if you have, then tell three people about the podcast. Could be strangers, friends, loved ones, hated ones, your Uncle Jim, I don't know. Every little bit helps. And after you've done that, please follow us on Facebook at Press X number two start, Instagram at Press X number two start, Twitter at Press X number two S, and YouTube at Press X to start TV. And if you've already done all this, well done. Platinum trophy achieved. And with that, we are back. <laughs> You're probably wondering why I'm laughing. You'll never know. <laughs> You'll oh, never yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's over. Uh, with that being said, it is time for the quick hits. <laughs> All right. Number one. Oh, DJ, take it away. We'll do DJ. Thanks. Uh, number one. This comes from Venture Beat slash Gainesbeat because I never know which is which. Uh... June 2021 NPT numbers are in and Xbox and Switch are outselling the competition, which is PlayStation. I'm not sure why they didn't say PlayStation, because like, who else they compete with? PC? Like, they're not. I mean, if you're able to produce more Xboxes than you are PlayStations, then yes, you will outsell the competition. Yeah, no, I... If you made 10 Xboxes and 5 PS5s, no shit. In terms of supply, there's only estimates of how many consoles are out there for both companies but what mm -hmm. people are trying to see is whether or not the june showcase had any type of impact on it mm. or is xbox's production also ramping up so like there might be some fluctuations in the coming months in terms of yeah. you know which is leading but both consoles are in fact selling out like there's right, st right. There, there's still consumer interest for both consoles. Yeah. Uh, the current numbers as they stand for the actual sales numbers that we know of, of both the Series X and the PlayStation 5, PlayStation 5 is around 7.8 million right now, mm. and the Series X is about 3.5 million. Mm. That's number sales, right? Not number oh, sales. Yeah, okay. okay. Cool, cool, cool. So uh, these numbers comes from the NPT analyst Matt Piscatella. Um, and these are just quotes taken from him in his conversation with uh, 
was it Jeff Grubb? I think it's Jeff Grubb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so June dollar sales of Xbox consoles set a new record for the Xbox platform, besting the previous high set in June 2011. Which is the 360 era, which is oh, a full okay. generation behind, like before. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo Switch is the best-selling hardware platform during 2021's first half of both dollar and unit sales. So that's not surprising because everyone wants to switch and then everyone has kids and they've released multiple models at this point yeah and then the last up is ps5 remains the fastest unit selling console hardware platform in u.s history for lifetime sales through eight months on the marketing excluding portables god dang that was a sentence um so yeah basically ps5s once they're i guess they have the least amount of time on the available to, to qualify it as fastest selling or fastest unit selling console or something. I don't know. That one has always been weird to me because it's just like, what, what, what? Okay. I think the metrics they're trying to say is that if we compare both the PS5 and then everything else in Sony's library, mm-hmm. uh, the PS5, the amount of growth that the PS5 has had is higher than what they have. Okay. 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 So, like in a one month period, the PS5 sold. 1 million units, while yeah. the one-month period the PS4 sold 0.9 million units, if that makes right. sense. Right, okay, okay. okay. I, I, get what, I get what that means. I get what you mean. So, cool. Good on them. They're, they're selling consoles, and people are buying them, yeah. so... Or trying yeah, to, everyone, <laughs> Yeah. Everything I can extrapolate from this is that everybody is on their t- current track and being successful on that track. Exactly. Uh, number two, speaking of so, six, 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 successful... Uh, there are some delays. Uh, I just kind of grouped this all together. What? Porky Pig, go ahead. Porky Pig. <laughs> yeah, so there are some delays. Uh, I just grouped this all together because it was easier just to do that. So Rainbow Six uh, Extraction is delayed until January 2022. Riders Republic is delayed until October 28 of this year, not next year, because that would be ridiculous. And Ghostwire Tokyo is delayed to early 2022. Even though we haven't seen anything of that, apparently development's not going great. Yeah, uh, in my me trying to do console release math, I I pegged that Ghostwire we weren't going to see this this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number three. This comes from Widow Central because I misspelled Windows. (laughs) Wow, you're just taking L's all day right now. If you can laugh about it, then it's okay. Uh, PS5 exclusive Deathloop will hit Xbox after September. No, will hit Xbox, comma. Why is it after? Anyways, it's coming next year, September 14th. Like, that's a weird title. That's, that's, come on, Widows Central, what are you doing? It'll be available to be released after that date, not necessarily that that's oh, the date it's going to launch on Xbox. Sometime. The some. So that that's when the exclusivity deal ends. So sometime after yeah. September 14th. That's when Microsoft will start promoting the game, or, or start allowing Bethesda to promote the game. <laughs> It'll be on Game Pass day and date, and Jordan will yes. give us his impressions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I imagine the same is going to happen with Ghostwire also, when that comes out yeah. in 2022. The Xbox version will come out in 2023, so... Probably. Hey, Game Pass. See you then. Yep. Uh, number four. This comes from Push Square. After E3 2021 no-show, Sony seemingly skipping Gamescom as well. Some people are upset about this. Yeah, it's one of those things where people just want Sony to 
be a part of the zeitgeist even though they don't need to they're a part of their own zeitgeist but it's just it's one of those things where you want you want the team that you root for this is all in quotes guys um you want them to also say some stuff when other people are saying stuff because you want to have something to compare to yeah so yes i I can i can see people being angry but then again it's kind of like uh well rumors suggest that uh, sony's doing a state of play in august and there will be a god of war ragnarok trailer there and as well as a horizon forbidden west trailer update Update. hopefully update yeah update yeah 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 um getting data when that game comes out this fall too that'd be good yeah that'd be good uh so uh, in my notes i kind of put um uh, i I think there might be a a ps experience coming back maybe later late 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 this year but the more i I say it out loud the less i believe it I, i think we might get an august thing and then we might see something at game awards versus them doing a ps experience I, don't, I just don't. It it it, it all. It just depends on what the PS experience is. Yeah. If we're getting a Sony focused convention, then I doubt we see anything, because we're gonna like that's not the focus. of What that is. Yeah. It is yeah. a community event to celebrate PlayStation. Right. Right. If PS experience is, we I think we've already ta- we've already talked. There's a podcast where we already talked about this in in, in greater detail. Mm-hmm. I don't. If they're doing something in August. Uh, I don't think we see anything in Substantial. The, in December. Yeah, yeah, in December. Yeah, that, that's kind anything of anything we see will be at Game Awards. Right, that's where my head kind of landed after the whole hmm. August thing. If I can see that, if that actually happens, although I feel like it's going to happen. I just feel like it's going to happen. What a PlayStation experience is going to happen? Or no, 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 no. Uh, State of play. State of play in August. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the number. Netflix. Yeah, so I, I skipped five because five was the God of War Ragnarok trailer rumored to be a place or a state of play, whatever. Number six. This comes from IGN. Netflix eyes video games after hiring XEA and Facebook executive to lead game development. So um, just a pin, take a pin on this, and I'm going to add the other Netflix thing, which is that uh, this is also from IGN. Netflix data mine could suggest a partnership with PlayStation. I don't even know how that would work. There are two trains of thought to this. There is, we're getting the sort of Minecraft story mode thing, where they're just going to take PlayStation games, rip the gameplay out, and put them on Netflix to stream as animated movies, which is a thing that could happen. Oh. That's what my, that's what Minecraft story mode was. On console, it is an actual Telltale game with mechanical choices and everything, but yeah. if you play it on Netflix, it, it's just a, it's, it's just like their Bandersnatch thing with a choose-your-own-venture. Yeah. Or... Which is the more interesting thing, this is Sony making a partnership via their PlayStation Now and Gaikai systems with Netflix and using Netflix's infrastructure to stream PlayStation games, which instantly makes PlayStation Now from a, oh, we have a successful amount of numbers for what we're doing to we now have the biggest streaming platform on the planet. Yeah, Mm. we have the biggest streaming audience. I could see that if they're going to. Mm. Are, are, are you are you suggesting that they use Netflix infrastructure or their like audience well, base? Because but Net- uh, if they're using their infrastructure, they're getting their audience. Right. Okay. 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 Yeah. 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 Well, because like what Sony was trying to partner with Microsoft and their Azure system, like Azure, yeah, Netflix. Can, can we confirm that Netflix has their own? Like their own I streaming. I think they use Amazon Web Services, don't they? Yeah, like I, like, I, 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 I don't, I don't think Netflix is a um, streaming provider. I think they use other people's streaming. Like there are ways this partnership will 
help you know boost quote unquote PS Now's popularity or integrate those two audiences, right? The PS Now audience and the Netflix audience. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like, well, like when you say leveraging Netflix's infrastructure, I I don't well. I, I, I have to see what that that means. Netflix is using AWS. Okay. Yeah, using Amazon Web Services. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I will even say that the whole PS Now angle, I didn't even think about that because I just don't think about PS Now that much. <laughs> but um, we've 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 had this conversation. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I, I think that's actually a really good idea for them to do that, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If harder. that's what they have in mind. Yeah. I have no skin in this race because I don't have Netflix and I don't give a shit about game streaming. But yeah, to that point, yeah, it's the smart decision to, if their idea is to compete, mm-hmm. if their idea is to make a streaming service that competes, mm-hmm. this is the smart play to make. Because no matter what the competition starts to do, instead of competing with Sony anymore, they're now competing with Netflix. Right. Mm. Yeah, Netflix is, well, capital-wise, wouldn't match up with the other game streamers, but in terms of overall reach, it would match up. Because like, they'd be you know competing with Amazon and Google. Who have their streaming and subscription services. But I mean, it's not anything close to Netflix's though. Oh no, not at no, all. No, yeah. None of them are close. Right, right, okay. Netflix at this point has become a utility. Yeah. As bad as it mm-hmm. So I guess I guess my before we jump to the next thing, or before we jump to my thing, my rant, yes. Um, how would that look subscription wise though? Because this is a I would imagine if if we are going down the path of PlayStation doing a streaming thing with Netflix as a base or whatever, like that's a separate entity from Netflix and PlayStation. It's not like PlayStation or Netflix are buying each other. It would be a strategic partnership. Combining yeah, so, both of their subscription services may be different. There, there, are two, yeah, there are two school of thoughts to this. There is Netflix finally gets a chance to raise their subscription service. Yeah, that's one. Either that or they tier it. Yeah. Or this is PlayStation taking a bath on streaming for the, like, just for the numbers. Mm. So Netflix doesn't see an increase, but it's clearly PlayStation paying them or, some, yeah, or something. They, they, yeah, they, they yeah. would have to, to be across a, um, a cost sharing. Because unlike the competitors, they wouldn't have, like, a straight direct, like, a total revenue from each subscription going to PlayStation. There would be a yeah. cost sharing with Netflix. Right, right. Okay. And I think one of the things that makes this more interesting is, like, we were talking about uh, Microsoft and Sony working together, and I think just for the Azure uh, cloud servers, but to make a point about that, it's Microsoft, the computer company, and Sony, the entertainment brand, working together, not necessarily Xbox and PlayStation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and we're talking about entertainment brands. Netflix, as a streaming service, could then benefit from the Sony catalog of films if a deal like this is made. Mm-hmm. 100%. That's a good point. Monster Hunter. Point. <laughs> you said I'm talking about the Spider-Man films. <laughs> I'm talking about the Spider-Man That's films. true, yeah. They're not on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. That's crazy. All right. Number seven. This comes from Polygon. Uh, y- y'all, y'all just strap in real quick. I'm going to vent a little bit. Um, so about one or two episodes ago, I there was a quick hit about Bandai Namco looking to put Gundam into the esports lane and what they're going to do. And I was like, all right, it'd be really cool if they use Battle Operations 2 because I think that has a very good team-based um, focus and all this needs some love and polish in that game. That could be that could be something that could put for esports, right? This week, we actually got their answer to uh, the Gundam esports. And it's called Gundam Evolution. 
Gundam Evolution is a free-to-play first-person shooter. Yes, first-person shooter Gundam game. I'll play it. It's free. Um, okay. it, it's, will, it's, PC, get... it's PC only. Sorry. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead I go ahead, won't yeah. play it. <laughs> okay. So here, here's my thing. I remember seeing. I remember hearing this news, seeing this trailer, and being like, "Oh, this looks like." First of all, like I remember DJ getting hyped about this and being like, "It's a Gundam game." I like Gundam, but I don't like it like DJ does, where he seems to ignore everything around Gundam, just the idea of Gundam. <laughs> yes, yes. So I'm, I'm like, you're not wrong. So, you're not wrong. <laughs> no, uh-uh. no, no, he's not. Like, so I'm, I'm watching this trailer. And I'm like, oh, this looks like Overwatch. I'm a giant Overwatch fan. Yeah, this looks cool. Yeah. But then they kept showing off the mobile suits, and I'm like, ugh. Once again, we're doing uh, Universal Century. I don't give a shit about any of this. For- and then they showed off Gundam Barbatos, <laughs> who playing a lot like Reinhardt. And I said, I'm in. I'm 100% in. This is my favorite Gundam. I, he played their character I know how to play. Let's go. I, I, once I saw that, I was like, okay, it's going to be everything like this. Avery's going to like this. So, yeah, I'm on board. So as Avery said, um, right now with the character roster is about like maybe 12, 10, like 10 to 12 mobile suits. And most of them are from Universal Century, like double, 0079 to like 0083, maybe? Because it, it ends at Shars Counterattack. And then they skip ahead and they put Turn a Gundam, which is the mustache Gundam that is probably the ugliest Gundam design ever in history. Don't know why they picked Not that wrong. one. And then Not they wrong. put Barbato's Gundam, which is like the newest Gundam, pretty much. I mean, if, you, if you're not looking at Hathaway, because... Those things yeah. are, are well. I don't huge. count Hathaway because Hathaway, if Hathaway in the Universal Century, y- yeah, 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 eh? then I don't count it as a brand new mobile suit because it's still using the trappings of so the Universal Century. Here's the th- no, I don't think it's in the Universal Century because just the, the tech of the Gundam there, I think it's above, it's past that. But that's a different conversation. So, well, like we've gone off deep end on, on talking about Gundam, so it's a podcast and a podcast about me and DJ talking about Gundam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Finally. Explanation. The Universal Century is the original continuity of the original Gundam series. Yes. So it... So anything... Go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. So anything in the Universal Century takes place in the same universe with the RX-78 and Char... It's not... No. And it's... uh, Char is Zaku. Char... The... Sharzaku yeah. and all that bullshit. But it, it spans like in that whole like century or, or in that whole like uh, time span, you have other suits like you have the Gundam Alex, you have the Pale Rider stuff, you have Thunderbolt, you have a, a bunch of other stuff that kind of dots that whole timeline. Um, but like from what we know, from what like the average person who knows Gundam, like they're thinking Gundam Wing. Gundam Wing is not in the Universal Century. That's after. But, um, so yeah, this... Thanks for this the Gundam... history lesson, guys. Oh, you're welcome. As, so, as someone who's know. normally not on DJ's side about this, I take your sarcasm, your sharcasm, and I throw it in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. This is a conversation sharcasm. that needs to happen. Here's the thing. What's funny about that is that was my list coming out of me mispronouncing sarcasm and then saving it. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely saved it. That was awesome. <laughs> But yeah, so this game, it's, because it's PC only, it's one of those things where I get, and it's free to play, it it basically being free to play, it's like, I guess I'll try it, but it irritates me that this was the route that they chose because this is very much so an Overwatch ripoff. Like, it's one of those things where I was watching the trailer, I was like, oh, this is, this is wow. 
and then going to the uh the subreddit the gundam subreddit people were just talking about like what the hell is this they just showed in the trailer a headshot for a mobile suit and like if you follow a mobile suit like the headshot like even if you watch the first mobile suit gundam movie they put on netflix in the first 10 minutes like you see what happens when you take out the head of a, of a mobile suit like you just take out the main camera the person is still able to fight like you need to do a body shot like that's a kill shot because that kills the pilot of, of the mobile suit and it's just things like that it's just like you guys don't even think about shows that shows how like, much you know <laughs> right apparently when you do a headshot it kills the gundam this kills the, the the bullet actually ricochets and goes straight down and kills the pilot too. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna make a point that I've lost DJ at this point. Like I was on his side, but then he started talking about kill shot, body shot, and I'm like, this doesn't matter. It's a video game. Let's move There's on. There's a receiving it's, hole for bullets in the head <laughs> that redirects it to a receiving person in the body, thus killing the carrier. You know what? It, the whole thing is a Japanese, so I definitely missed that explanation, Sean. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's just like, man, I really wish that they put a bit more effort. And I also wish that the the suite of mobile suits they picked wasn't all Universal Century that timeline. I wish they went further. I wish they they grabbed more of the other like kind of crazier mobile suits just to like give more diversity, like we have a fucking gun tank in this thing there yeah i'm like yeah yeah like that it's a gundam game because of the iconicness of the zaku i will give you putting a zaku in this game as a playable character whatever but then the minute you get to gun tank and gun sniper and i'm like just put a fucking gundam you know how many sniper type gundams they created you're not wrong post the universal century you're not wrong you're not wrong and Another thing, just like just a, a small detail, the thing that bothers me is that they have the original RX seventy eight two dash two whatever, fine. But the Shar mobile suit they put is the Zazabi, and that is so far down the line of the timeline that the RX seventy two and Zazabi they don't even interact. They don't interact with each other at all. Like that's Amuro's new Gundam that fights the Zazabi. Like put that one in there then. Like, anyways, 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 I've gone far enough down this rabbit hole and pulling myself out uh as you can tell i'm not super excited about this one and i will see i'll be following it i'll probably be playing it or at least trying it and see how it goes and i'm pretty sure avery will dip a toe in it as well um yes with that being said we can move on to the next quick hit which is uh number eight this comes from ign persona is teasing seven announcements for its july 25th anniversary um cool so basically there will be several more announcements we'll follow over the next year with the final one scheduled for autumn 2022 so cool we'll see that when that happens number nine this comes from pc gamer battlefield 2042 will have crossplay between pc and consoles uh i think jordan you were were you excited about who was excited about who was excited about this i think the majority of us were um okay i just want the damn game to come out well, they, they, that, was, wasn't there also, yeah, you, just, you didn't say the whole thing, cross-play and cross-progression, too. That's, cross-progression, that, that, that's the correct. true, but, like, money there. Like, really do games do that? Not even Destiny did that. It's been out for years now. Well, no, actually, Destiny has that's a lie. It, no, yeah. it's, it's yeah, a lie. It didn't, it I, didn't I, launch I totally, it, I totally transferred my PlayStation progress to my Xbox, so. Yeah. That yeah. is true, but it is a rarity, you know, it for is. It definitely is, yeah. companies to do stuff like this. So I'm glad that EA's being nice. Mm-hmm. Well, as I said, 
in uh, previous conversations. Crossplay, whatever. Technically, crossplay in the long haul will make you less money than if it was walled gardens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But cross progression opens that back up now. In like, hey, I want to play this on Xbox. I bought it on PS4. Fuck it, I'll buy it on both, and I'll play it on whatever console I feel comfortable with. But more, more, it's probably going to be more like I buy this on my PC. I yep. can't play my PC, but I have a PS4. I can play it on PS4 and keep pushing forward, which I'm excited for. I want more games to have cross progression. Yeah, especially third-party titles. Yeah, I might, I might be buying. This I will game buy twice. more. After yeah. what Avery just said, I might be buying this game twice. Right. Uh, with that being said, we can jump to our heavy hitters. <laughs> Number one, Sean, take it away. This is from PC Gamer Steam Deck. Everything we know about Valve's new handheld gaming device. So, if you were under a rock, or maybe not under a rock, in the past week... Or a hard place. Yes. <laughs> Valve <laughs> announced a new handheld device. Um, it looks like a Switch, but, you know, better specs. It's the Switch Pro that everyone wanted. Mm-hmm. But it's actually a, a portable PC, so you can plug it into a monitor or a TV, install app software. It runs Linux, apparently. Or a version of Steam OS, but still Linux. Yeah, like, Steam's run off of Linux. Yeah. Um, You'll be able to play Windows games still, even though they don't have official Linux support using Valve's compatibility tech called Proton. Or even uninstall Steam OS and just straight up install Windows. Um, It's... The... Until we get, like, uh, concrete details on sort of, like, the OS and switching it in and out... The idea of switching out your OS for this software sounds like the easiest way to make a six hundred dollar brick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't, you don't want to you don't get too crazy with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to come out the first quarter of twenty twenty two. Why are they doing this? The first <laughs> version is going to be sixty four gigabytes coming out in the first quarter of twenty twenty two, and then the second quarter they're going to come out with a two hundred and fifty six gigabyte version. And in the third quarter, they're going to come out with a 512 gigabyte version. This is utterly ridiculous. I didn't realize it was staggered like that. That is ridiculous. Yeah. My only idea, it's staggered because of parts. Like The uh, same reason yeah. it's hard for Nintendo to want to get parts. It's probably hard for them to get parts. Yeah. So they're making the easiest and cheapest version and getting that out the door as quick as possible. And then when hopefully everything comes back to normal, they'll be able to, I don't want to say shit out the other yeah. ones. But that was what came out. But look, like, look at the uh, price, the price ranges of them, John. Yeah, I got it. So, um, the cheapest version is going to be three ninety nine, and that's going to use a uh, eMMC, you know, memory embedded memory, what have you. But the yeah. two or larger version is going to have a NVMe SSD storage, which is what is going to be in the. Uh, you can update your PS five with it, and I believe I'm not sure Xbox also has something similar going on. Yeah, it's a better SSD. So essentially, from from what I've heard, I think uh, I was listening to Jeff Grubb, their cast, they were talking about it in depth in terms of the difference between the two hardware or hard drive formats. Like the first one, the cheapest one is pretty much like what you see in the... It's a a memory card. It's basically embedded memory stick. Exactly. So like the even the loading speeds are going to be very different between the the two versions, between the, the... the basic one and then the two ones. That's going to be the only difference is the storage, but I don't know why they're using the NVMEs because those get hot. Oh, do they? Yeah, um, it's strange, but um, it's going to have an AMD Zen 2, which is also in the uh, Xbox and the PS5 um, quad-core processor, 
you know, AMD RDNA 2, 8 GPU units, clock speed, 16 gigabytes of RAM. It's a bunch of whatever. 7-inch <laughs> touchscreen. <laughs> yeah, 1280 by 800 resolution screen, 60 frame, you know, 60 hertz. Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, USB Type-C, blah, blah, blah. 40, is that 40 watts an hour battery? No idea. Ultimately, I don't know who this is for. The question is for the team, are we interested? Mm, I mean, I just buy shit just to be buying (laughs) shit, but not really. In a world I didn't spend money on a 2K PC at the beginning of the year, and this was a cheaper, uh, something cheaper, and I could dock it with a good monitor, yeah, I would be interested in it. But it's in the fact that I have a 2K PC, and I don't like portable gaming, I just has no appeal to me. Yeah, for me, this is a flex purchase. I mean, I'm already trying to um, look at tablets for Game Pass and xCloud. Yeah, mm-hmm. this... I mean, like, this... this. I, I wonder what the... I mean, yeah, this would be the, good the, the, Pass, the, the bag for this, like, to carry this around. Because, I like, there are portable devices. Well, like, it, it looks like it comes with a case. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm I just mean, not interested in it. If you get the... If you get the 512 version, you get the scratch-resistant screen, so you can just throw that junks anywhere you want and carry it around. You can throw it in your back pocket and your underwear, you're good to go. Anyway, but, um, friend of the cast, listener Roy, asked me specifically, how do I feel about it? And aside from gaming, how do you think Nintendo is feeling now that they seemingly have handheld competition now? Let me go first. Nintendo has no handheld competition just because Steam came out with a better device hasn't ever meant shit to Nintendo. The the thing is, it's one of those things where Nintendo might not look at this as competition, but it is essentially vying for the portable spot. They're not. They're not. But they're not. It, it's one it's of those in things a completely where... different lane. They're not touching Microsoft's it, it, financials it, whatsoever. Go ahead, Avery. Uh, it, I, it's in a completely different lane now. But now they have they've set the foot out the door. They create a an alt a better alternative to the switch that legitimately has more use case than the switch. Right. If and I, we something we we're talking about off podcast beforehand is that in a world that they they can get the price of this thing down by like two hundred to three hundred dollars, it becomes a more and more enticing product, especially when Nintendo continues to not allow their games to get to their their max potential. Their, I guess. Max potential, like hard, hard, hardware wise, right? Because they're not hardware wise. Like certain games, when I always laugh when a PS4 title or now a PS5 title gets put on Switch. Yes, there are sliders that you can play, but you're playing such an inferior version of this game that unless the Switch is the only console you have, I can't fathom portability being the portability being why you would want to play. A hamstring version of a game on Switch. Right. That, but that's just me, and I feel like if the Steam Deck works in the way it's intended, then there's going to be two versions of games that are going to get ported. One's going to be the PC version that's going to be able to at least run mid to high level uh, internals on that game, and the one that's going to play on Switch and just not look great at all. Well, they're they're yeah. also when it comes to portable gaming or like this new era of actually having this not necessarily the same quality of games but pretty damn close minus the latency is the ability to have your saves across many different devices and one part of this steam deck is all right well now that steam's getting into this 
you know, legacy save system, people will be able to, you know, have their progress with whatever Steam game they're using and apply that to, you know, their stationary home desktop. So people are trying mm-hmm. to get into that and like that that was one barrier that needs to be addressed when it comes to mobile game experiences nowadays. On that point that Jordan just mentioned, that it's cross by. Right. Because this is literally only a casing for Steam as an OS. Anything I buy on my on my PC that I if I want to fucking play control at like ultra high settings, I can play control ultra high settings and then immediately take my save and game, yep. put it on this Steam Deck and play it at my leisure anywhere possible, which for me sounds like better value for the Switch. That being said, why Nintendo is not worrying about this and why they won't worry about this is the price. It is what Jordan said earlier. It is a flex purchase. The only people who really are going to look at this and say, this is something I want, are people who literally spend all their time on PC. If you- I don't think it's just the price. It's, it's one of those things where I looked at this and I was like, oh, this is what's really cool. Like, I'm, I'm a person who loves, like, technology and, like, this speaks to me in terms of it being a handheld where I can play PC stuff. And, like, I dabble in, in Steam here and there. Like, I, like, a while back we were talking about, or I was talking about playing the mass robot game or whatever. Like, that would be a thing that I could transfer over to the um the steam deck and then also me and my wife we would sometimes play grounded that's another thing i can do on there but like right now currently we are looking to buy another tv so like that's where my money is going and it's one of those things where it's just like i also can't really justify buying this handheld because i know my time most of my time is spent playing my ps5 anyways so looking at this as a possible um consumer of this product it's kind of like there is more cons to me getting this thing than pros, but I also understand that I am not the dedicated Steam user who has a library of games that they've put money mm-hmm. into. Like I can see myself if I would if this was a PlayStation product, if this was a Vita two, I'd be like, oh yeah, absolutely, I'd buy this thing. I, it it makes sense. I could transfer all of my games to this thing and all my saves as well. Perfect. Whereas. I look at it as a person who is not on Steam, but I understand that there is a lot of people on Steam. So, like, I can see this thing being very, very valuable to them. In terms of comparing this to Nintendo, I think that's where it gets kind of weird because Nintendo and Steam are not the same thing and they don't position themselves as the same thing. So, for them to be a competitor, it gets strange because people generally use Steam because it is... Well, people people go to Nintendo for their first party. They just use Steam because they're a PC gamer. Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nintendo has yeah. their IPs, right? They also yeah. might have the Epic Store, or they might also have like other stores where they play like specific games from those stores. Yeah, which is the I think what separates this from another aspect of why Nintendo's not going to be worried about this is. They have their long list of IPs that will drive their console. It's one of the reasons people own Nintendo consoles. Like, those IPs are the reason I own a Switch, even though I don't like playing on it. That being said, back to my original point about the audience for this, is like, if you live on Steam and you, and you have the money for a console, which, let's be real, if you live on Steam, you are able to afford at least a 1K gaming where you're just able to play good games. If you can, like, afford that, I don't see much of a flex from 
I get this, and then I can get this as a handheld, but to get, oh, wow, I lost my train of thought. But that's I only mean, as the flex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you can, you can definitely purchase this thing. It is not necessary, but as you said, as Jordan was saying, it's a flex move. But like, you could definitely yeah. just get it anyways. Yeah, like, literally, I'm, all my Twitter, because I'm into, I guess, spheres of Twitter. There's video game Twitter, and then there's... Uh, video game Twitter is spicy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and Apex Twitter. Like, where I'm just following people who, 20-year-old kids who all they do is play Apex. They don't own consoles. All they do is PC mm. gaming. Like, the idea of a console is, like, stupid to them. Who wants to play a game at 60 FPS? You must be out of your goddamn mind. Uh, mm-hmm. It's insane. Like, I, it's insane <laughs> to watch someone, like, play a game, and, like, the minute their FPS drops to 60, they give the, they're like, holy shit, I can't play this game. It's awful. And I'm like, wow. Poor last kids. Back in my day. <laughs> well, beat that dude ass with a stick. <laughs> yeah, but the amount of them who are like, "Yo, this is awesome! I might get this." Says to me that there's an audience for it. Yeah, yeah. there's an audience for that for those people who live on Steam. This right. ain't for the casual consumer, and that's why Nintendo will never be worried. The minute that you have to touch any type of drivers or update anything, yeah, I, I consider that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. good point. Nintendo isn't worried in the least. Speaking of... And, oh. and then, one, one ahead, more thing. Ahead. And then if this goes the way of the Steam box, then it's a GG on that. Oh, we'll yeah. See how, I'll pick it up on sale. <laughs> we'll see what Valve's long-term plans with this console are for the next couple of years. Because I remember Steam box with them being like, let's partner with a bunch of uh, PC manufacturers and let them make individual Steam boxes for us instead of them supporting an actual box for their software. This seems to be like them actually doing the thing, but after Steambox, I want to see what their long-term plans with this. Because this could easily be something like they they do put money and dev stuff into there and move on because they don't necessarily need the space. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. We'll see who supports it and how far this, the tail of this uh, Steam Deck goes. But uh, to wrap up the podcast, we got one last heavy hitter, and that is the nickelodeon because i nailed it they put out their all-stars brawler game uh they put out a trailer for it and in this game it is basically super smash nintendo jesus i said nintendo again super smash nickelodeon character stuff right so you got a bunch of characters from um their 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 franchise animated cartoon portfolio yes there you go thank you so um the list goes Helga from Hey Arnold, Danny Phantom from Danny Phantom, Sandy Cheeks from, not a porn, Spongebob Squarepants, uh, Zim from Invader Zim, Nigel Thornberry from The Wild Thornberries, Michelangelo from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Leonardo from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, no, some, I can't believe they don't have Dantel on here, how dare they? I'm sure they do. They better. We'll, we'll Spongebob see. Squarepants from Spongebob Squarepants, Patrick Starr from... SpongeBob SquarePants, Reptar from Rugrats, Lincoln Loud from The Loud House. I thought that was a drug thing. Uh, Lucy Loud from The Loud House. <laughs> uh, Oblina from All Real Monsters, and then Powder Toastman from Ren and Stimpy. So this trailer, at least for me, came out of nowhere. I was like, oh my god, nostalgia is hitting me from left and right. This is this is crazy. Uh, up until Loud House, I, I I'm too old for Loud House. It's a it's a more yeah it's a more recent uh, Nickelodeon show. Right. I think out of all of these, Powdered Toast Man is possibly one of the most dangerous ones in terms of exposing children to Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy. I mean, at because this point, that character is very problematic. You ride in his butt cheeks while he flies backwards. I mean, come on yep. now. Yep. So, yes, I think it's not 
as not as spicy as it used to be with just general media now and right like, they have like to go kids into are deep youtube to. investigation to find yeah. shows. well there it is spicy but it's spicy in a different direction back in the day it was all about like making adult jerks and, and raunchiness now it's being inclusive and exploring themes that people didn't touch because of problematic individuals that's a good that's a good uh, position on it yeah like there are multiple cartoons in the disney channel with i'm guessing lgbt protagonists mm-hmm. as cartoons yeah yeah yeah, so yeah, I'm like, yeah 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 well like re- recently phil and mill's mother they just you know can be right-handed her to give her um you know for her to be in a uh, same-sex relationship for who uh phil and lil and rugrats oh okay yeah 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 so um for inclusivity yeah i, I was looking up uh powder toastman because i i you didn't remember. forgot a lot about that character yeah and yeah yeah that's that's gonna be interesting um so yeah so this is this is the character roster that they uh put forth uh shauna mentioned in our chat we were talking and such and i was like oh my god where is the rest of the uh, nickelodeon characters where is angry beavers where is uh well they're, they're learning from nintendo and it's it's like they can release the roster everything right now and we'd be like oh snap this is amazing mm-hmm. or they can release character by character over the next over its marketing until it releases hyped, yeah. until it releases it gets more hyped and more hyped and right, more hyped right, and then right. and then show like the season one roadmap with the silhouettes you know well let's not get too far <laughs> <laughs> this is a double a game from a not really high budget studio so that's the other side to it that's which is like I'm not expecting much. Yeah. Don't worry, it's it's gonna be at Evo. It's gonna be at Evo. They're gonna <laughs> announce it. It's people are gonna boo the Reptar stands when they come up on it. They like, boo, you fucking suck, bro. I will I will say the mm-hmm. Reptar is the Rugrats uh, uh, representation is the the most inspired yeah. idea. Yeah, I I definitely when I saw that I was like, oh my god, that's so awesome because don't put babies in this. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um. So what I what I wanted to position is looking at this list, and I think uh, Sean mentioned that um, in the actual game art there is silhouettes of other characters, and one of them might be uh, Korra. Korra from Avatar. Um, think about like two or three characters you want to add to this. I'll go first because, as I said earlier, Angry Beavers. Angry Beavers are awesome. Uh, if you don't know about it, then I feel sorry for your childhood because they were great. Uh, they should definitely be in both of them. They should be in them together, and they should work like ice climbers. Mm, no, I'm, if, if someone's gonna work like ice climbers, I think it should be Cat Dog. Mm. I got one. I got. I got one for y'all. Snap from Chalk Zone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he would. He would have. He play like all the like uh, like the like the the black stick um, game watch. Yeah, yeah Mister Game mm-hmm. Watch. Ooh. Yeah, I like that actually. I like that. I like that. And then a lot of people say the Fairly Odd Parents. They should be in here. I, uh, the Crimson Chain. Oh, yeah. like, oh Crimson Chain. The, the, here's the thing. The big thing about this, one thing about Smash Brothers up until I want to say um, uh, Ling, the uh, arms representation in that game, every time a game got representation, the main character of that game was the representation for that game. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but this game immediately throws it out the window by having Reptar and Powder Toastman here as representation for certain games. So, the game is open for what they can fucking touch. There's no limitations right here. And so, if instead of getting Cosmo, Wanda, or Timmy, Crimson Chin, let's go. Oh, uh, they need to get um, uh, what is it? What is it? Underwear Man from Doug. Uh, what was mm. it? Uh, Quail, Quail Man. Quail Man. Quail Man. That's Quail what. Man. That's what. It was. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Uh, they don't own Doug anymore. They don't own Doug anymore. Disney does. Oh, what? What? 
Oh, yeah. wow. Okay, okay. All right. Let All me right. take you down memory lane. Right? <laughs> ben Ernst from Hey Dude. Ooh. Ooh, okay, okay. Let me... Let me you have no idea what the fuck that is, do you? No, 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 no. I know Hey Dude. I just don't remember... <laughs> Ben Hurts. <laughs> no, that's one of the main characters from Hey Dude on Nickelodeon. Okay. I'm just throwing out stupid shit. <laughs> no, that's, that's good. That's good. I like that. I think if we're talking about some Jimmy Neutron representation, you should put Goddard in there. You should play like, uh, what's his face? Duck Hunt Dog? Mm-hmm. Mm. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, uh, they should do Rocco's Modern Life and just put Rocco in. Rocco's <laughs> mm-hmm. You should play like Villager. Oh, yes. If it, here's the thing. Another problem this game is going to have is just a Smash Bros. at all. Yeah. Like in my head, I'm only picking characters where I know this Translate character well. can play like a one for yeah. one. Yeah. For one for one. But again, though, like I don't think that's a problem. Like if you're going to release a brawler, do what Sony should have done and just make it like Smash Brothers. That's what we know and that's what people love. So just do that and just. If you have like like gameplay tweaks here and there that you think you could do better than Smash Brothers, try it out, see if it works. But like, don't try to stray too far away from what Smash Brothers have nailed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was PlayStation All Stars issue. They tried exactly, to... exactly that, and at that point, PlayStation's bench wasn't deep enough that they could rely on their own talent without making weird third party choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, we can't get Snake, so we're going to put Raiden here. Okay. We can't... Oh! Um, we, we can't get Dante from Devil May Cry, so let's get Dino from DMC. <laughs> What's that surfing show that they used to have? Ooh, Rock, oh, my God. Rocket Power. That'd be dope. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But that's a, <laughs> we, should, we should put as told by Ginger in the game. <laughs> as told by Ginger. Yo, well, um, her, her sewer would be, like, very depressing, I guess. I love that show, though. They could do the Powerpuff Girls, but as Pokemon. No, yeah. They can't. Powerpuff is Cartoon Network. Cartoon oh, Network. that is Cartoon Shit, that's right, that's right. Actually, to be honest, Cartoon Network might have. Cartoon Network, we've seen the comparison 1v1. Like, Cartoon Network, they, they got a squad over there. No, yeah, they absolutely yeah, like, like I said, as, as great as Nickelodeon's like, repertoire is, if this was a Cartoon Network-style game, and actually one they put like actual resources in, because they made games like this before in mm-hmm. the past, it would knock the shit out of the water. I, I have, totally um, agree. My life as a teenage robot. Yeah, she played like Mega Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh! You know what? It, it, people, Alex Mack. Oh, Alex Mack. <laughs> oh shit! But real quick, real quick. Uh, my life as a teenage robot. That was something that was thrown around, and I completely forgot like what that was. Just until now, when uh, Avery said it should play like Mega Man, I instantly remembered what that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very like three seasons of the damn thing. Yeah. So Alex Mack, yes. Oh my gosh, Alex Mack needs to play as Glacier from Killer Instinct. <laughs> oh my gosh! But oh my gosh! We good though, y'all. Let's now the can bring us home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this game has this obviously has a lot of potential. Um, it's one of those things where I'm just gonna wait and see how it goes. Uh, I definitely would would definitely be interested in playing it but it's one of those things where if the game itself is crap then it's just kind of it's kind of just a disappointment and you know i'm not not willing to spend money on disappointment yeah. my expectations are at like if the ceiling is above my head my expectations are like around my chin <laughs> right now 
Whereas like for the, for the video the listeners, because they can't tell. Uh, for the video, right. listeners, video listeners, that's a great uh, diagram. But for the audio listeners, I apologize. <laughs> but lost, all I'm saying is that like I am, I'm waiting to be impressed. Yeah. I'm like, this is a great idea and exciting for my nostalgia. But like nothing about any part of this game, like inspires me to be like, oh man, this is gonna be the greatest thing in the world. I'm pretty much there. Um, I just hope that they release a demo. On top of that, I did read somewhere that they are going to put wave dashing in this game. So from that standpoint, it made me think, okay, these guys are actually kind of targeting a specific demographic when it comes to brawler games and people who like Melee and wanted Nintendo to keep Melee like techniques and stuff in going forward, but they didn't. Anyways, to me, that, that kind of felt like, all right, it seems like you guys are going to put like some kind of effort to it but i really really hope they put out a demo first because i need to play the game first to know okay like these guys are really doing something magical here and i'll support that so i just hope they do a demo or if it's on game sounds pass good. Right <laughs> sounds good dj sounds good yeah all right well uh that has been the episode for today Day. We hope you enjoyed the episode as much as you enjoyed making it. Don't forget to rate reviews on your favorite podcasting app. Also, go to our YouTube page, like, subscribe, share, donate. I don't know. Do whatever you want to do. Uh, comment. That's the one. Comment. Um, yeah, in case you missed anything, you can find all the details and more on our website at pressx2start.com. Until next time, the next thing you will see from us is our Loki review. Actually, you'll see that probably before the actual, before this episode. So, hopefully you enjoyed that. Um, until then, you guys stay safe, wash your hands, uh, and take care. Bye, everybody. Peace.